0: Hello, out there, all you wonderful people. This is Andre, the Game Idea Guy. Thank you once again for lending me your time and your ear, listening into another Gamer's Thoughts discussion. This is something I'm going to talk about the hardcore casual gamer. Somebody's like, "Hold on, that's an oxymoron." Um, what What are you talking about, Andre? Well, <laughs> this one's going to be a little interesting for people, um, because some people may be casual gamers and think they're hardcore gamers. And not realize it. So uh, you're going you're to have to bear with me while I explain this one. Though it, it tracks if you think about it. Um, so. <laughs> people consider casual gamers people that don't really spend time playing games. Or they consider people casual gamers based on the type of game they play which doesn't make any sense to me, but okay. And then there are people that are consider a hardcore gamer someone who spends a lot of time playing games or people that play certain types of games. Again, that doesn't make sense to me. But those two definitions can't be true together for both of those. They, they just can't be true together. And there's reason why they can't be true together. So before i get deeper into that when you think of a casual game what are the first things that come to mind for the general public i'm not talking specific user bases i'm talking the general public what do people consider to be casual games usually it's anything that is bright and colorful um that doesn't have necessarily a whole lot of violence in it. Uh, Could be something that is small. Could be something that doesn't appear to have the best of graphics. And could also be something that's on mobile because mobile is generally just tossed around as always having casual gamers in it. So with all those things considered, People would look to stuff like Super Mario Brothers, Pokemon, uh, Animal Crossing. uh, I just went off on a bunch of Nintendo franchises. Sonic. um, Stuff like Tetris, Pac-Man. Things like that would be considered currently the casual market. And even like some of the more retro games that are out there now, that use anywhere between 8 and 24-bit art styles. Those are generally considered part of the casual market. Generally, I mean, there are some exceptions to the rule, obviously, but that's the general take. But would you like to know what else is very casual in the gaming market currently? And it should be kind of obvious what's casual because it should be the stuff that is most popular. And I know when I say that, they got some people's cogs turning and they're like, hold on, I, I think I see where you're going with this. And I'm pretty sure somebody's first thought, first thought, because there's been a whole legal argument over being able to keep this game off or on certain platforms. Um, Call of Duty. Call of Duty is one of the most casual games on the market currently. And I start to realize that's why I lost interest in it, because it became so casualized that a lot of the things that made it fun to me ended up being lost. That's why I don't have as much of a desire to play Call of Duty to, to myself, because Honestly, the skill ceiling has dropped. Like it has indeed highly dropped. Not saying that there aren't some, again, hardcore great Call of Duty players out there, but in the general sense, the skill ceiling has dropped off. Now let's pull another game I could say is a casual game off the, out the market. And I don't think anybody would disagree with me, Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers is a casual <coughs> is a casual game. It's marketed as such. It's treated as such. The only time that you find anything hardcore when it comes down to Smash Brothers is when people are trying to talk about tournament play. But the game in general is casualized because one is highly popular. People buy it up a lot. And I don't think there's anything wrong with anything being casual. So let's not... Uh, act like that. But casual for certain games just fits better when you talk about it than it does for others. Other casual games. Madden. Any of the 2K sports games. Um, honestly, any EA sports game. A lot of... I actually, the sad thing is a lot of the the more popular uh games on PC that have this rough and gruff aesthetic are actually highly casualized. So it's just, it's how people perceive things. Because if you say Call of Duty in in general to somebody who's like, I hate using this term, but a dude, bro. (laughs) You say that to a dude, bro, they will lose their mind. But how could you say it's casual? I mean, the sales numbers don't lie, bro. They don't. And again, Mario is definitely casual. Mario has always been casual. Yes, there are hardcore ways you can play the game. There's definite skill ceiling out there that you can reach to get to. And I'm not gonna lie. Honestly, it looks like Mario's skill ceiling is harder to reach than Call of Duty's currently. Currently, at one point it was the other way around where Call of Duty skill ceiling was far harder to reach. But right now, Mario's day is actually harder to reach. And that, that, that breaks some people's brains to think about that. And it's like, huh, ain't, there's no way. Andre, you gotta be wrong. No, I'm actually right on this. I know there's gonna be a lot of people that disagree. <laughs> but if you really think about it, the games that take off become highly popular. Stuff like the Souls games, even though they, they uh, track well and they're well-rated, they're still super niche compared to a lot of other things. And that's where the whole skill ceiling thing comes into play and making accommodations for different types of players. Now, me preference, preferably, the only accommodations that should be made is for people that have actual disabilities, not for people that just want the game designed a certain way for them. But that's a personal thing. Again, everybody's life is different. We want want games for different reasons. But I, I don't believe that a developer should be beholden to make a game specifically the way I want them to, even though I know this may sound contradictory to people who have heard me rant about Street Fighter VI. (laughs) Oh man. But it's just one of those things to think about. And honestly, casualization of games can be a good thing. Because honestly, Street Fighter 2 started out as a casual game. Whether people would like to understand well, not Street. Well, yeah, Street Fighter 2, because it didn't really take off with Street Fighter. Took off with Street Fighter 2. That was that's one of the most casual fighting games you can have. Yeah, it had technicalities and you had to learn how to play it. But its popularity made it one of the more casual fighting games. There, once you have a larger pool of people to, to deal with, the general skill ceiling to be good at the game drops. I don't know, maybe that was why I tended to be a more of an elitist attitude and played more of the SK fighters. Because they weren't as popular, so that meant that the people that were playing were more dedicated to playing it. And I ended up dealing with those people as in the skill ceiling for fighting games for a good long time. Again, that's just, that's just my personal preference because I would say that SK's fighting games are a little bit less casual than Capcom's, even though they're starting to go that way a little bit now, especially with the King of Fighters brand. I can't say that this is all like, you know, thoroughly studied. These are just things that I have been observant to for a long time. And this subject, I was like, huh? Yeah, they, those, those are casual. Those are super casual. All of these shooters that are popping up. These are casual games. Many of them played nearly identical to each other because they're trying to latch onto someone else's glory. So they are casualized first person shooters with blood, guts, and everything in them, but they're still casualized games. And we know it tracks. Just think of any game that, that is of a certain type that is a little bit more difficult to play than other games of the same type where they're in the same family. And you usually run into large groups of people that will say, oh, this game, this game isn't good. It's unintuitive. I can't learn the controls. I can't figure out how to play it. Think about that and how that how, how that happens. And think about the fact that all of the more popular games around generally have the same feel and the same aesthetic to them. And they're always the, not always, but generally the ones that get a lot of high praise. Even when there's a game that someone's or a large group of people have been asking for and they've been asking for that game to be made a certain way and we have witnessed this happen in the industry multiple times. Those games don't always take off because people do not get themselves acclimated to the game where they think the game should be acclimated to them. Hence my previous talking point where you see that there are a lot of games that have very similar control types where most of the buttons do the same thing across multiple games. Again, not a horrible thing to consider. It's just something that you have to think about in the longer term of things. If you want your game to stand out, then it may need to have a completely different control scheme, but then it may also not lend itself to being what the popular crowd likes or the casual crowd likes. And that statement alone has had some people just clutch their pearls tighter than a woman that was in an elevator and there was a guy with a mask. Just think about it and think it over several times. More popular games track along with what the casual market wants. Less popular games track along with the more hardcore crap. The actual hardcore crap. Again, not speaking about the people who think they're hardcore because they play a bunch of stuff with blood and guts or sports titles. But the people that actually spend their time going in-depth on a lot of the games that they play. Because they enjoy doing it. And not the people doing it for popularity either. Because that does not make you hardcore. That just makes you a puppet. If you're doing it for popularity, that makes you a puppet. Now... There are some well-paid puppets out there. Now, let's not throw any shade. But it would still make you a puppet. Because you're pulled by the strings of what everyone else wants. So, it's a little bit more complicated to explain. But when you think it through and you look at how things trend and the way things tend to go, it's not all that, you know not all that strange of a concept. It's one, again, one of those things where if you just put a little bit of extra thought into it and you're just like, hold on, well, this doesn't make much sense. How can guy A here who only plays Call of Duty, Madden, FIFA, and 2K and some annualized games like Assassin's Creed be considered a hardcore gamer, but the person that diversifies what they play and they'll play something out of the indie scene, like One Step From Eden, uh, Unsighted, I believe. Uh, Child of Light, even though it's not necessarily indie. Or uh, the older school Final Fantasy games that are not trying to clone Devil May Cry to become popular. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I can run through a, a large list, but <laughs> it's just, at this point I'd just be naming games. But how is it that the person that spends more time playing a wider variety of stuff is considered the casual gamer versus somebody who narrows their field? It's, and again, it's different if you're like talking about like doing this as a profession, that's one thing. But if we're just talking like general scope, It kind of doesn't make sense that the person that does not have a bunch of different games or play a bunch of different types of games is the hardcore gamer. They they definitely aren't. And I would also also go ahead and argue that, hey, even the guys that play games professionally and play like for eSports and stuff, they are very likely, and I mean very likely, in their off time, playing something else to decompress from the game that they play professionally. Just saying. But I think I've, uh, I've extended this subject out as much as I can. If anybody has any opinions that they would like to espouse, please do. I always welcome them. Well, otherwise, thank you guys very much for listening in. Keep your eyes and ears out for more stuff from me. And until the next time, enjoy your games. Peace out, everybody.